0: Small disclaimer on the next couple podcasts, Philip may sound a little bit off. We are having a slight issue with the mic. It's since been dealt with, but we did a couple recordings in one go, so it'll be noticeable for maybe the next two to three podcasts. Welcome to the brand new third episode of Joe Says Things with my wonderful friend, Philip Azevedo. Hello. So what are we going to talk about today?
1: Well, there's so many things we could talk about. Um, you are wearing a Mudka's Meat Hut t shirt from the seminal Broadway classic film, The Emperor's New Groove. The Broadway classic film, Emperor's mm-hmm. New Groove? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay, maybe it's Disney. I don't know. My memory's a little fuzzy. But I think we could talk about a little bit of Disney goodness. I'm actually going to Disney in two weeks.
0: Uh, who are you going with?
1: I'm going with Aaron and Treasure. For oh, my wow. Birthday. That is really exciting. Maybe it's not specifically for my birthday, it just so happened to fall a month afterwards and anything after a month is still for your birthday.
0: I agree. Well, especially for Disney, because if you want to plan a Disney trip, then you kind of have to do that so in advance and setting it up specifically for your birthday. Like, it's cool that they do the thing where you get to go in for free on your birthday.
1: I had no idea. Oh, did
0: you not know that? Yeah. If you go in for free, and it's it's super cool, so if you go in and say, I think it just has to be maybe within a week of the day, but the but if you go in on your birthday... You can go in for free.
1: I am never celebrating a birthday with friends or family. <laughs>
0: but yeah, you can. Correction. No, you can't. And here's another cool thing. When you go, so when you walk into Main Street, the, they have the fire station on the left-hand side. Mm-hmm. Walk over there and let them know it's like, hey, it's my birthday. And because you'll already be like, you'll get your ticket and things like that. Um, There might be like a detailed process for like how you can prove it beforehand. I don't know if you do it at the gate or not. That's worth Googling before. But when you are there, go over to the fire station and say, hey, it's my birthday. And they will give you a little pin that says, it's my birthday. And then every cast member that sees you, everyone will tell you, happy birthday.
1: I have been there when uh Marissa actually had her birthday and it is amazing to see how many people tell you happy birthday.
0: It's so cool. Like the that was one I anyways there was someone who's nearby and it was maybe we were just like walking by. One of the cast members just like really happily because she was the someone asked her a question and she was cleaning something up and looked up, answered and then she like, saw the person's thing it's like oh happy birthday. And it was one of those things that like I'm sure it has nothing to do with genuine kindness. It's probably, like, really well-trained people. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but it felt like... It, she didn't even say it to me. It was just a really nice person saying in a really nice way, happy birthday to someone else, and it brightened my day. That made my experience at Disney better. And that's why they own, they have, they don't have all of my money, but they hold future rights to all my money. <laughs> yes, they this do. This is not an official permission to have any of my things. If, uh, if Joe says things, is ever a thing, you guys have to deal with me directly. This, mm-hmm. this is not a legally binding podcast. Thank you. Exactly. Uh, For my
1: birthday, when my friends asked me what I wanted, I just said I wear anything in a size box lunch. And (laughs) box lunch is just the store in the mall that, yes, it sells more than just Disney stuff, but a large part of it is just selling 90s nostalgia things. And I have multiple t-shirts from there. It's so good. It's the the shirt you're wearing. Yeah, the, yeah.
0: And that's what what I really like about it. It's essentially millennials the the, the store mm-hmm. because it is it's the kind of thing where it is all the references from your childhood. Because where the heck else do you see um, Rugrats shirts? Like, where do you see stuff for Hey Arnold? Like Unless you're like specifically looking for those things on Amazon, you just tend not to see those products. And this one, it garners specifically to our generation that although we don't have a lot of money, our generation's kind of known for that. Mm-hmm. But we have just enough money to waste it. Yeah. <laughs> just enough money to waste it. Born between 1985
1: and 1995. Yeah. Yes. And so it's like,
0: you know what? That student loan... It can wait. <laughs> um, it's fine. It can be deferred. <laughs> exactly. We called it. We called it. Yeah, oh. crazy. Anyways, um, but yeah, it's like the the shirts aren't cheap. The stuff there isn't cheap. No. It's not terrible. Um, it depends on what you get there. Mm-hmm. But they, like they're not like buy it in Disneyland prices. But you pay money for those things, but you don't find them. you don't tend to find them anywhere else,
1: yeah. well, until you actually go to Disneyland and then you realize, oh my gosh, I'm not an individual. <laughs> I am a cog in a giant <laughs> machine known as America, and you see your shirt on fifty eight other people. And that's just waiting in line. it's true. Mm-hmm. It, it
0: It really is funny where it's thing like, you know what? I'm the only person I know who has this. <laughs> yep. And then you go to a place that you love and it's like, oh, right. I'm really just a replication. Of, uh, I'm just a pile of genes that happens to act this way, and so are they. <laughs>
1: Akuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase on every other shirt. I have a shirt from Target that says Akuna Matata, and I thought it was the best shirt ever. It has a silhouette of Simba and Pumbaa and Timon walking across the log.
0: It's kind of an iconic shirt for you.
1: It is. Ooh, you see it, and you just think, Phil. Yes. And...
0: Who <laughs> you are. Uh, <laughs> You're Philip. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I went to Disneyland recently, and literally there were groups of people that all were wearing the same shirt. And it made me feel a little less special, but then I remembered that I'm super special, so I was good. <laughs> <laughs> At least in my mind. That's right. Mm-hmm. We're
0: all special butterflies in our own mind. <laughs> but yeah, when it comes to those products that you love, like ugh, Disney just cranks it out. And mm-hmm. what's so... It, they really do... The it, it's that odd awareness of yeah no they're this like you know capitalist led company that their goal is to make a ton of money and they just pump out a ton of these products and it's really expensive it's probably more expensive than what you'd want to pay for certain things and it is so ingrained in my heart that mm-hmm. I will undoubtedly go to Disneyland for the rest of my life because I legitimately love it. Mm-hmm. I genuinely I love the experience. I think it's amazing. I think the I think they deserve some of the criticism that, the criticism that they get for certain things. but in general, there's so many ways for a company to make money and they they do it by selling you happiness. happiness. That's cool. I, I, I love it.
1: 100% agree. A good litmus test for me on what kind of person someone is, is the It's a Small World ride. Yes. So... Oh my god. Personally, I could ride that ride 4,000 times in a row.
0: I also love it. I also understand we lost a third of our audience. We did. We did. <laughs> All back. three of you. Yes. One of <laughs> the three of you is left.
1: But I was in a group of four people, and we rode It's a Small World, and right after I was like, let's do it again! And the other three were like... We're good. We're just... No, thank you. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm the only one that feels this way. (sighs) It's like,
0: you're on this much lower level. I'm on this skyscraper (laughs) level of Disney love.
1: (laughs) I'm always so excited to be there. Like... It's it's the best. The the best.
0: I did a recent trip to Disney with my family. It had been a few years since I'd gone there. And... After you go and really have you know all this fun, because we were there for like, we had four days in the park, spread out over a five-day trip. It was super cool. Um, after you go there and you come back to normal life, there's almost like a hangover you get. Mm-hmm. Because normal life is not, when you go to Disneyland, it's expensive and all those things, but there are so few places in the world that is entirely cultivated and designed to promote joy. It's like, do they want you... Are you going to pay extra for the food? Are you going to pay for all these things? Yes, absolutely. It is expensive. There's no question. But the price of that is every inch of this place. It's like, they work on every smell that goes through. They work on keeping everything amazingly clean. Every person who works for them is there with a smile. Like, everyone really just tries to promote this wonderful experience. Like... It's one of those places that, you know, a lot of people would be like, this is the opposite of heaven. Heaven for me is a forest or what have you, Um, which there's plenty of truth to that too, blah, blah, blah. Um, But it's like, but can you, it's, it is very much like a heaven like experience where it's like everything about this place is meant to make me happy. Mm -hmm. And then you go back to the real world and it's like, I have a really good life. I have a wonderful life. I have amazing friends. I've got a pretty good job. Like everything about my life is going really well. The, when it comes like, oh yeah, no, this of lives that can be lived he's doing pretty well. And I felt like garbage <laughs> because it's like you know what I don't think about when I'm in Disneyland cuz I save money beforehand. Mm-hmm. The I don't think about bills. I don't think about responsibilities. I don't think about the fact that I'm going to die. Like I don't think about any of those things. Escape. It's a beautiful escape. So that's I I truly I truly love it. This just comes off as a really weird existential ad for Disney. (laughs) It
1: it really does. It really does. While you're away with a Disney hangover, you just have the, oh, your cat does not like me. Um, Yeah, they
0: guest on the podcast from time to time. uh
1: Uh-huh. Right underneath the microphone. Yeah. Uh, But you just have Disney soundtracks to keep you company. So, you can just sing a kuda matata along with the 58 other people wearing your t shirt. That's true. Mm-hmm.
0: So, one of the other things, and I'm sure we'll bounce back and forth. Bouncy, bouncy. One of the other things that uh, we had talked about the was, oh my gosh, second cat guesting. Um, <laughs> one of the other things we had talked about a little bit was the, I guess, you'd call it like the meteor test. I don't know how you describe meteor. it. The, but it's the idea of what you would do if a meteor is about to hit the earth. And not the meteor of thinking like, oh, huddle down with your friends and we're going to make it together. The kind of meteor where, no, we're all vapor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the, no the, chance of escape. No chance of escape. Like, essentially, the moon is hitting the earth, we're done. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've got, like, six hours to live. And what do you do with that time?
1: There's two ways I can approach this, because I've thought about this since you've asked me. Mm-hmm. Does everyone know that in six hours the world is ending? Or is it just you?
0: I think everybody does. Everybody does? Yeah, just so then you don't have the guilt of, like, I have to tell everybody that the world is going to end. Because that's a different experience.
1: Because it causes widespread panic. Yeah. And when people panic, people are not rational. Yes. So I'm going to answer it, like, for myself personally, Mm -hmm. I'm going to use my phone, and I'm going to call everyone that I love in my little circle, mom being number one. Of course. Talk to her. Or maybe mom last. Just oh, to, that's an just interesting so thought. Because her that her one's more, the end. that one's the most for you. Uh huh, definitely. Um, but if everyone knows that the world is ending, then everyone's going to be on the road. Everyone's going to be trying to get somewhere. Yeah. Uh, regardless, like to be with people they love or to loot somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I finally got that iPad. it <laughs> <laughs> up. Uh-huh. Um,
0: Apple support? Are you
1: still running? It's
0: <laughs> one dedicated guy. <laughs>
1: But I think since I live in a place where there are so many people that I love in a close vicinity, I would definitely you know, like drive on sidewalks to get somewhere to mm-hmm. actually be with <laughs> friends that I consider family. Um, and definitely just the last six hours, just spend it with love, eating something you enjoy, drinking something you enjoy, like popping something open that's going to get you just... A slight buzz, just you know, just happy. You don't want to end the world throwing up, that's already adding insult to injury. Yeah, that's not great. Uh, but just not you know, a good way to go out. Yeah, pop open a bottle of wine, mix it with soda if you want to. You know, you could be as classless as you want. It's Have some large. delicious Voigner. <laughs> yeah, Voigner. Oh, uh, Viognier. I believe
0: that's right, Viognier. Viognier. But it scary. is spelled Voigner. <laughs> it's a white wine. I highly recommend it.
1: It's like one of those like 90s, like. Super ritzy ice cream commercials, Fionn. <laughs> and like it scrapes the spoon across the glass. <laughs> oh, that sounds like an awful sound. Uh, yeah, no, it's that like clink sound. Oh, you know, okay. Oh, yeah. The, the scrape the is the wrong word. Yeah, I was
0: going like to chalk on a chalkboard. Oh, no,
1: terrible. <laughs> no, I'm one sorry, listeners. After a year. <laughs> uh, but anyway, what would
0: you do? So I, the way I've always thought about it, because there is a lot of different ways you can approach it. The it's kind of a crazy moment because yeah, every wonderful thing that you ever imagined for yourself is over, it's gone. Like the whether it's like having kids or traveling or whatever, like you're it's done. You've got six hours and you're not you're really not going anywhere. So one approach is to scream your head off and be really <laughs> upset and just like just wreck the place. Mm-hmm. But my thinking to it is the if you have the resources available to you. Um, make yourself a glass of lemonade um maybe maybe a hard lemonade hey. uh, if you if you've got the appropriate spirits on hand
1: one two three it's <laughs> <laughs> a long pour <laughs> hey.
0: but you just add the lemonade for color hey. um but no, it's like you just you pour yourself a lemonade and you just relax and enjoy the rest of the day. yeah, because this is one where yeah, absolutely every every good thing, about your future is gone but so is every bad thing
1: every here you can't um, you don't have to go to that wedding you didn't want to go to anymore exactly yeah. the
0: it's like you will never have a test again Mm-mm. it's like you will never be scared again mm-hmm. you will never have any problems of any kind ever mm-hmm. like does it suck you won't have the good stuff too of course life is that whole package but, yeah, you might as well enjoy the last bit of the ride.
1: Yeah, but I feel like in those last six hours, you literally cling on to the good stuff. Exactly. You like, luxuriate. Literally, yeah, literally, figuratively, just everything within your vicinity. I love this. And let's talk about the good times. <sighs>
0: And then we'll just spend the last few minutes just talking about Disneyland. Oh, oh yeah! Hey, think, think we can record one more podcast? I think we got time. I think yeah. we have time. so if we record now, we go for about an hour. Okay. I'll take another hour or so to edit, and <laughs> uh, and we'll put it up. And then
1: maybe we'll get a couple of listeners. In the last moments. <laughs> the world's ending. You know what I want to do? Listen to some freaking podcast.
0: Can you imagine that? It would be such an interesting feeling of like. I guess for some reason you put out this podcast, and then you, like, see pretty good numbers? <laughs> and, like, no, no, this is more viewers than we've ever had, like, by a lot. Like, people are spending their last moments on our podcast. That's a huge compliment. Boom! Everyone's dead.
1: <laughs> uh, go oh,
0: God. I just thought of why everyone's listening to your podcast. You title it, How to Survive the Meteor. Oh!
1: Oh! Oh! <laughs> Oh, the bait and switch, the new clickbait, the new clickbait. And you
0: emphasize at multiple points in your podcast, it's like, I know this sounds like we're just talking about random nonsense. But once we get towards the end, not at the end, uh, the information is interspersed throughout the podcast. Uh-huh, so you re- skip ahead. You need to listen to the whole thing, because <laughs> if you don't get the whole code, you're not going to make it. And people are like, the code? <laughs> it's a meteor, what's going on? False intrigue. <laughs> it's like, yeah, so what, are the, what am I going to do? Go to prison? You're all going to die. <laughs> my, my last moment, I want to trick innocent people. <laughs> Uh, just uh, a really sad super villain oh yeah, yeah. the world's
1: tightest violin is the is, is theme yep mm-hmm. uh, you said that your brother Oh, yes, but, uh, I,
0: uh, I won't share which one or his name. Mm-hmm. Um, There's two of them, it's 50-50 shot. <laughs> it's true. If you know of my brothers, it's 50-50 shot, and as I described them, you'll probably be like, oh, yeah, that one. Um, but my cats are going crazy. I threw a rug, it got one of their attentions. Um, anyways, the, uh, um, oh, yeah, so for one of my brothers, and this is a conversation we had years ago when I first had this, like, you know, the meteor thought, and the, as I'm sure everyone's had a variation of that thought before, it's certainly not original, Um, but he'd mentioned at the time, as I was talking about, he said, like, oh yeah, I think i just like relax and have a lemonade. My mom was in the same way. It's like, yeah, just lounge, enjoy the backyard and that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then my, my brother, uh, he said he would just spend the last time like screaming his head off and then telling each person that a particular opinion about exactly what he thought (laughs) about them. And he is one of those people who, the, he is a brilliant person, and if he wanted to, can be deeply cruel. <laughs> and this would be his chance to be that for people who might deserve it, <laughs> but you're still not supposed to do that in, in you know, uh, modern society. And this would be a chance like, world's over, man. You're done. <laughs> I'm going to
1: shatter you. Oh, and they uh,
0: basic. It's like, Una, how you know how you're going to spend your, your last moments? Uh, crying. <laughs> they have
1: six hours to live. Let's make them even more miserable. <laughs> I want to <laughs> upset them. Um,
0: every fear you had about who you are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. <Sarah>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I did like that little trend that happened. Oh, and I, I will know one thing for my brother is that was a, a thing that he said years ago. And at this he's point, a different person now. I do genuinely wonder how that answer would change because everybody changes as they get older, of course. And he's definitely matured as as have I. I haven't changed in six. Go on. <laughs> I'm
1: three foot five. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually on several apple boxes right now.
0: Um, you guys have seen pictures of him it's just really good staging have you ever seen Lord of the Rings the way they handle the hobbits yeah it's all about perspective mm-hmm. that's the thing yes. Philip really runs with perspective um, but I do wonder how his uh, how his choice would change and he'd probably be like no no same <laughs> <laughs> but but I don't know it'd, it'd be worth asking him again. But good uh, but he does not live close by that's a spoiler for Witch Brother but um,
1: yeah you just Oh, yep. Yeah, and oh. honestly, if people
0: know me, it's not a big deal. But if people who don't know me, I'm just not going to throw out their names. Oh, I got gotcha. Yeah, it's probably fine, but I'll still just leave it that way. Mm-hmm. Zedadiah. That's Zedadiah Swan. Philip. How dare you? <laughs> Sweet Zedadiah. Zedadiah. My my third brother. My <laughs> least favorite, mostly because all of the corn husking. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, and corn husking is not what you think. Yeah, it's it doesn't not... even involve corn. Yeah. But it's
0: still not a metaphor.
1: <laughs> think about it. Joe says things. <laughs> if I was close enough, uh, you know, thinking more about my answer for the last six hours, I would definitely use the last of my money in my bank account to hitch a ride on a helicopter to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me on top of the Matterhorn, please. The world's ending. I can do whatever I want.
0: The pilot, this really works out. I wanted to do this.
1: <laughs> I really wanted to do one last job before the world ended, you know? And I wanted,
0: love it. And I wanted to be highly illegal. <laughs> oh no, I got caught into the, the, the tinker Bell string. They have connected the Matterhorn. We're going down!
1: <laughs> Actually, you no, know, take me to It's a Small World. Just ah, yes. don't let me off the boat. Just continuous but then maybe it would be like purgatory okay I like it
0: now my parents had an old joke years ago where we refer to it as looping them Mm -hmm. where they've basically gotten so like old and they're not fully aware of their environment they don't really can't really do anything and taking them to like a theme park and then just like putting them on a a basic ride and just looping them (laughs) they just they just stay on there for hours and hours at a time and it's like no no it's fine grandpa's locked on it's a small world It's not going anywhere
1: it's Slow enough and bright enough that he won't even know for days. <laughs> look at all these colors. <laughs> Back around. Tapioca. Uh, look at all of these colors. <laughs> <laughs> this song's pretty catchy. Uh. Then they forget it on the way out and it's all fresh again. Uh, it is a small world, isn't <laughs> it? Is <indeed. laughs> Yeah, I remember going to the grocery store and seeing 16 people I knew.
0: You uh, you pull it off the ride. I went to Mexico today.
1: <laughs> ah, they literally, they, they went around the world. <laughs> oh, that's so
0: good. Yeah, mm, loop India them. India
1: smells a lot like India to me. <laughs> what does that even mean, Grandpa? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: People that are from other countries are very small.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like Tom Cruise. You think he's so tall, but he's really, really tiny. (laughs) Even the Irish.
0: Uh, Are they notoriously tall?
1: (laughs) uh, Oh, Grandpa. On the, like, uh, on the rides, like Haunted Mansion and uh, Ariel's Undersea Adventure, is Ariel's Undersea Adventure? I think that that's called? right, yeah. Um, the one where basically you just step onto the moving platform and you get into a little uh, Yeah, the rides that go, never stop, yeah. yeah. Yeah, never stop. On the Haunted Mansion, I feel like you don't really stop a lot, but I feel like when you're on the Little Mermaid one... You stop so much. I agree. Sebastian always goes, oh, that's sea witch. And then you're like, okay, all yeah. right.
0: Way to justify <laughs> it in the world. Yep.
1: And that was a terrible, if not at all, Sebastian impression. Don't judge me on that one. Oh, uh, that's sea witch. Ah, oh, there you go, Joe. That was meant to be terrible,
0: and it was. <laughs> it was a solid 5.5. Out of 50. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Under the sea. Stop all behind. Under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, his uh his Jamaican's really, really good. It's really good.
1: <laughs> uh but it's when you're stuck in those animatronic rides where everything keeps going. So it's like looping, only stopping. <laughs> yeah, he erased that out. Uh-huh. <laughs> I might not uh, but uh, one time we got stuck in front of Ariel and it's like she goes up and down and she's just waving her arms yeah. and we were there for like a solid minute and she's just going I know you can't see this in a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah floating ups and down <laughs> frantically, and arms moving left and right.
0: The one thing Elena pointed out last time, because like I said, we were there recently, so we we're on this ride, and the you don't realize how dead her eyes are. They are very like trendy. when you look at it, everything else seems lively and great, but when you look at her, she looks like she's been kidnapped, <laughs> and she's just like, "If I give up the act, I'll be killed." <laughs> 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 also, it's the worst. <laughs> because it's happened to probably everyone at different points because uh, you know it's like sometimes a rival just end up stopping and getting on there and um where you stop where you get like stuck because you know some kind of technical issue is like between scenes yeah so like that cave before you get to um the ursula's uh, little where? cave where she's like poor unfortunate
1: <song. laughs> yeah <Okay. laughs> You you knew what I was saying. Oh, oh the deleted scene where Ursula sings
0: Sebastian's songs. I love it. Come on. <laughs> um. Anyways, and getting stuck between scenes uh, where you're literally just in the cave. Where there's nothing really to look at, but, like, because it's just that transition cave that you're supposed to be in there for, like, half a second, Uh and so you can see one starfish, (laughs) and it's like, maybe it's still twisting, because it's on all things. this
1: ticket for $130 was so worth it. Uh, It was. (laughs) It it really was. Uh, They got me. They they turned... uh, I went with uh, one of my friends, Kendra, who's awesome, and... I got a two-day park hopper, and I was like, God, this was so expensive. And then when I was there, she's like, Oh, did you know that you could just put what you paid from the park hoppers towards an annual pass? And I was like, what? No. Maybe? I shouldn't. No. No, I, no, I, I couldn't. I, I, I... And then I was at the ticket booth, and I, I got the annual pass. They got me. They how, got me so good. How did it make you feel? It made me feel alive. <laughs> and then once I felt alive with it, I left Disneyland and got that same hangover you did and said, I need to go back to pay for this. 100%. <laughs> yeah, like, I uh, I mean, it wasn't cheap, but when I heard you could finance it, I was like, charge it with all my <laughs> sunglasses and my fur coats. <laughs> And I can honestly
0: say, I have never once in my life, and I have gone multiple times as an adult, so it's been me, I've never once in my life regretted spending money at Disneyland. Never. And that's probably, like, and again, if you're not into Disneyland, there's no problem with that. Like, tweets their own, no big deal. Pardon me, got another cat interrupting. Mm -hmm. Um, It's actually the two cats so i don't have like each new each cat isn't a new cat (laughs) i don't have 10 cats but the it the experience is just is so worth it and speaking of there we went to um the what the grand californian which we'd never done before and the only reason we're able to is because the um my my parents actually were helping with the hotels they uh, they paid for our room
1: super cool thank you swans
0: yeah would never would never happen otherwise um, the, certainly not at this point in my economic life. And I can honestly say that place exorbitantly expensive. Like it's it's so expensive. And it was something that it's like my parents definitely couldn't do uh often. It's one of those things it's like it's very special, cool It was treat. their fortieth wedding anniversary. It was cool. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, it's like it was it was an awesome thing. And um it is absolutely worth the money. Mm-hmm. because you are located in downtown disney it's like one one exit goes out into downtown disney and you walk through downtown disney over to disneyland amazing the other exit is into california adventure and it's like a forest it's so gorgeous. Yes. The, the space inside is so beautiful. The beds are unbelievably comfortable. Again, this is all an unpaid ad for Disney. Uh-huh. But like, it, I was shocked at how much, because I thought it's like, oh, this will be cool. And it was genuinely something you come away thinking because you're so spoiled, because you're so close to both parks. And you get early morning for every single day when you're staying at a Disney Magic park, morning. or a Disney hotel. Yeah. Magic morning is amazing. Give me that again.
1: Magic morning. Exactly.
0: <laughs> like, it's so good. And the, but yeah, it, it's, they put out really expensive stuff, but you come away never feeling like you got cheated on it.
1: hmm I will say, as much as I love Disney, the only time I feel cheated is when I buy an overpriced food stuff, and it's not what I thought it was gonna be. Meaning. Tell me more. Yes. So, the one thing, I love Rice Krispie Treats. Love them. Salt of the earth. Uh, <laughs> the Rice Krispies up here, if you will. Um, he likes them salty. I do. It brings up the flavor. Uh, sometimes you can take something that's so simple and magnificent as a Rice crispy treat, but then do too much to it. So I'm talking about a little Mickey Rice Krispie treat. It was shaped like Mickey with two little ears. And then they covered it in white chocolate. I like white chocolate, it's delicious, but it was too much, you know? And again, this is me loving Disney, holding an annual pass. It's just one of those things where I just spent $5 on this, and it is so sweet I can't finish it, and I feel gypped. But that's the only time, that's the only time.
0: Well, we're not friends anymore.
1: Oh god. <laughs> there Seven are 7 years down the drain. <laughs> there are there are
0: some people who go like cuz obviously, you know, huge fan. But there are some people who go really weird about their fandom with Disney. Or mm-hmm. it's just like being mean to people who aren't. Yeah. And it's just like it's fine.
1: <laughs> like
0: the that, I mean, if honestly, if Disney was a little less popular, that work really well for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like prices have gotten better. Uh-huh. <laughs> and also availability's improved. That was the latest episode of Joe says things with my dear friend Philip. I hope you enjoyed it and you can look forward to more. Have a lovely day.